The Anton Savage Show Sunday. Brought to you by PwC. Combining talent and technology, we're hardwired to find solutions. On News Talk. Obviously, the news this morning that uh, Matthew Perry, famous originally for being one of the cast of Friends, died overnight in his home in Los Angeles. Brian Lloyd from Entertainment.ie joins us now. Brian, the reports indicate that it was uh, Matthew Perry was found in his bath and it looks like it was a heart attack. It does, yeah. Now, I mean, that hasn't been confirmed yet. Police sources told uh, TMZ that he apparently drowned in a hot tub in his home. He was 54. There were no signs of drugs or foul play. Um, but again, none of this has been confirmed as of yet. I mean, it's worth pointing out as well that he was he had a lot of medical issues over the years. I mean, for example, in 2018, he spent five months in hospital with um, a gastrointestinal perforation. And, you know, he nearly died because his colon burst from his uh, his drug abuse over the years, and when he was released from hospital, the doctors um, the doctors told his family that he had basically a two percent chance of uh, survival, and he was, you know, hooked up to an ECMO machine, which is the extracorporeal membrane oxygenation, like a breathing, uh, basically to breathe for him. So he definitely did have um, health problems over the years, yeah. Which is deeply sad given the level of success and opportunity that, mm. that he had from, and in one way possibly causative, the level of success and opportunity that he had from a young age. Because in his own memoir published last year, he is very open and frank about how early on he began yeah. to find himself struggling with addiction. Yeah, so seemingly he became addicted to Vicodin, which is obviously a painkiller, um, following, I think it was a jet ski accident in 1997. And then went through rehab, but then from then on, I mean, he was addicted to, you know, alcohol. He was addicted to methadone and all the rest of it. So, like, he really did go through it. But as you said there, like, I mean, he was very, very open about it. I mean, that book, I don't know if you read it, but, I mean, uh, Friends, Lovers and the Big Terrible Thing. I mean, he very much, uh, you know, he doesn't, He's never. he never shied away from it. And, you know, he lobbied uh, Congress, um, uh, as a celebrity spokesperson for the um, National Association of Drug Court Professionals to get support for drug uh, courts. You know, he was a champion of recovery. So, and he even opened a, a rehab center um, in in California named Perry House. And I think it was relocated later on. But yeah, I mean, he's been very he's been very open about the fact that he's had drug and alcohol problems over the years. And it's one of the things that he himself said in a in a, a piece that he wrote a, a while ago, where he talked about the Perry House that you referenced there, the sober mm. living facility for men. Also, his play, The End of Longing, yeah. and he said that he hoped that it was that kind of thing that would at least be significantly mentioned when and if he died, and that it wouldn't just be friends that he was known for. Yeah. No, I mean, this is it. I mean, I think that another thing that people kind of is probably over. I mean, look, obviously, Friends was a cultural phenomenon. There's no point denying it. It will be a thing that he'll probably be remembered for the most. But I mean, he was a great writer. I mean, I don't know if you ever saw The End of Long. It was on in the Playhouse Theatre in the West End and it did really, really well. It was very, very sharp and very clearly realised. He also wrote and developed um, uh, a revival of uh, The Odd Couple with uh, Thomas Lennon. And 
you know, like he had very kind of he had a very dark sense of humor. Like, I mean, I know we kind of think of Chandler as being this sort of like happy go lucky, a little bit sarcastic, a little bit quick witted, but like his own writing and his own kind of directing and stuff, it generally did tend to have quite a dark sense of humor. And that probably did come from the fact that he faced his mortality and he faced his own failings quite a lot and was able to kind of channel it into something creative, whether it was true, like the sober living facility, or even just his own kind of creative outputs, you know. Although I suppose the sad part is you, you would sort of hope that at the point at which he is producing the kind of work that is that reflective about his own demons, that mm. to some extent he is winning the battle against them. But I oh, su- yeah. suppose we Definitely. don't know whether or not he did. Well, I mean, like I said, like a he was, as I understand this, he was, at the time he died, he was sober and that he had been sober for a few years. I mean, I think anybody who's dealt with addiction in their lives will know that it's a constant, it's constant work. Like, it's called the work. You have to keep working at it. And he was very much aware of that. And I mean, when he talked in any of the interviews about it, when he was doing the press tour for the book, you know, he said that he... It's like what they say, you have to take an inventory, you have to be aware of your own failings. And I think that is something that he was very much aware of, the fact that he had gone through this, that he was going to have to keep working on this for the for whatever remained of his life, and that he should treat each day like a gift. And I think, you know, for anyone who's dealt with addiction, they'll know that that's really how you come to it. You have to process it, and then you have to reach a point where this is going to be an ongoing thing for you and that you're going to have to work on it. But eventually you'll reach a point where hopefully you'll be able to put it behind you. Sad though, because he should have had so much more time to do that. I mean, a man only in his mid-50s. Brian? Yeah, 54, yeah. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Brian Lloyd uh, from entertainment.ie. The Anton Savage Show. Brought to you by PwC. Sunday mornings from 10. On News Talk.